Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today's show is all about pegging, sexual confidence. What do you do if you're sexually bored with your partner? Oral sex tips and oh so much more. Thanks for listening. Let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I bet you'd love a little bit more, right? Well, let me tell you about this. AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. Plus, you get a sexy surprise for her, a specially selected prize for him, and third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you get six full-length adult movies on DVD. How awesome is this deal, people? And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. Don't you hate when people gouge you for shipping? It's my biggest pet peeve. So what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts from Adam and Eve? Not hard at all. Go to adamandeve.com, select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, sexy piece of lingerie. There's some great games for couples to play so you can start to like figure out what you'll both like and spice up your sex life. It is a good time there at adamandeve.com. So all you got to do, enter code EMILY at checkout and you get all 10 free gifts. adamandeve.com, use code EMILY at checkout and you get 10 free gifts. Have a good time shopping. Thanks for listening. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. The women know about shrinkage. Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Easily subscribe to our podcast. We do two a week. You'll like them. You'll get them right away. Subscribe to our mailing list and follow me. Follow me. It's a good time. Facebook and Twitter. And, uh, it's at Sex with Emily and also and Instagram is at Sex with Emily. Well, it's really Facebook.com slash Sex with Emily. I'm here with Anderson tonight. What up, Em? How you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I haven't seen you since my birthday party. Mm-hmm. I love that you came. It was a good time. I love that restaurant that you had it at. Wasn't Everyone there cool? was so nice. It was a good party. I met your mom. You met my mom? I did. you meet my brother? I met your brother before I went up. And oh, I right, just, right. I spilled a drink on him on purpose. The other night you did? Yeah. Good, just because he's an asshole. He was an asshole when he was on your show. He was an ass to you. You know what's so funny is that my friends there were like, he's kind of that that nice to you. I mean, we love each other, but he's like that. He's just kind of like no BS, like cut to the chase. You've told me that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, he's like uh, I don't know, I, I, I spilled a drink on his penny loafers on purpose. I'm just going to tell you that. <laughs> Hopefully he never hears this. He didn't say he doesn't listen to my show. Okay, he doesn't really care. Yeah, so, yeah, he strikes me as someone who, how about he listened to the episode he was on? Probably not. Oh, maybe he did for yeah. the first 10 minutes and then he left. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a good guy. You know, it just, I think the point is when men get married and then they have, he has three girls, he's got a girlfriend, he's divorced now. And it's like a lot of women, it's a lot, a lot of female of bitches. Energy. Yeah. 99 seriously, problems and all bitches. Dude, I mean, seriously, how can a man deal with that many women? I mean, we keep working. You know, we do anything for each other, but mm-hmm. life goes on. And I wanted to thank you for the flowers. Uh-huh. And I wanted to tell you that you're a hit because Anna, what? David, who I had the party with. That's uh, Larry David's daughter, right? No, no. no. She, I did an amazing podcast with her a few weeks ago about online dating. If you guys want to check it out, it's been wildly popular. My buddy Mike Carano was on her podcast as well. Oh, once. Yeah. yeah. Cool. She's, well, never, she's never invited me to, hmm. It's about sober people. Interesting. Are you oh, sober? no, I'm drunk. I'd probably show up drunk. Is she sober? Yeah. She seemed loaded that night. Maybe it's because I was drunk. Oh, my God. Exactly, dude. Yeah. You got drunk before 
I was drunk all day that day. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. when you're drunk all day. Right now, sober? No, today um, I'm, I'm okay. Okay, good. But I was going to tell you that she called me and she's like, oh my God, everyone was like, who's that hot guy? Uh, what, me? And they were talking about you. Yeah. That's nice. And I'm like, he is hot. You're yeah. like taking care of yourself, losing weight. Yeah, like, thanks. Yeah. yeah, I do. Dude, I'm a chick. I love little affirmations like that. Yeah. Oh, they thought you were hot. Thank you. I feel it's good been a, for it's five been a minutes. I used to be a meth head, and uh, I actually had my picture taken for a living when I was younger. But uh, it's been a long time. You were a meth head? Well, I did a lot of speed and stuff, and I had a ripped ripped core. I had like the six. Actually, I had an eight pack at one because point. Because you didn't eat? I looked like Marky Mark with mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain hair. It's pretty sweet. Right. And That's I never awesome. ate, but I couldn't look anyone in the eye and I was a horrible human being. Yeah. <laughs> but, but girls thought you were hot. But yeah. Well, now you were very just yourself yeah, and opposite. confident and they I thought you were hot. I got a keg and I can talk. So I wanted to thank you for that. And speaking of um, my family being in town, I had a... So I decided, I might have talked about this in a previous show, but it's weird because, you know, I have three nieces, 15, 13, Oh, I met them too. Yeah. How cute are they? I put my foot right in my mouth. Oh, no. What'd you do? I'm like, that's the one that you were talking to about the stuff, right? And she's like, what stuff? And I'm like, never mind. Dude. Remember? No, I don't remember you saying that. It was my birthday. You were imbibing. Was it, was it the one who I talked about the masturbation with? Yeah. Sorry, I talked about this in the show, how I said to her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did. I'm like, Emily was talking about you on her show today. And, um, and then her eyes got wide and my mouth just kind of Wait, opened. are you sure it wasn't the one that saw my books? It was the one that I said, listen, masturbation's about your body. Yeah. Okay, so I already did talk about that. So that was really big. I told her that the reason why I started my show is because I didn't get a lot of information about sex. And I didn't understand masturbation. And she heard, she's like, okay, Aunt M. Mm-hmm. I tell you this. And then and then I was like, just listen, if you have any questions, and just so you know, I know you're starting to like kiss boys now and stuff like that. And just remember, it's not about their pleasure only. It's about yours. End of story. You're like a Woody Let's Allen order an appetizer. You're Why? Like, you're like a woman in a Woody Allen movie where like, oh, there's my aunt. She always talks about, it's my, it's my sex aunt. She always talks about sex. Exactly. Oh, God, here she comes. I am like a Woody Allen kid. I love Woody Allen. Sorry. Not not with all the stuff he did with his daughter. and. Whoa. I don't think there's many I, people out artist, there that only a, love that part of Woody. I, I love saying, Woody Allen's relationship with his underage stepdaughter, but his movies are shit. No, what I'm saying is sometimes I quote him or I have recently on, on Twitter, not a good idea. I'm like, how can you do it like a child molester? Oh, stop it. But he's Everyone fucking, settle he's down. funny. And then this week I also did a Huffington Post live segment. There was like four of us. Is that a blog about huffing like gasoline and stuff? No, Huffington Huffing. Post. It was about pegging. Oh, Huff, the Huffington Post, that big thing that Huffington people read, Post. smart people read it. Exactly. No, this was actually video. People, smart people watch it. You have and, video of pegging? No, no, no. It was four of us who were experts in like male stimulation. We actually uh-huh. had a woman from Flashlight on, Amanda Reed, who's about pegging, and this other guy from Moneros that makes male, um, male prostate masturbation toys. And it was so funny because it was this panel and... And the guy at Huffington Post, you know, he's pretty conservative, has a British accent. But afterwards, he emailed me. He's like, you guys were so awesome. I want you back on, like, the phone. Like, the phones. Like, they're getting tons mm-hmm. of emails and tweets. Mm-hmm. People loved it. And then he wanted me to send him a box of flashlights. Uh, of course. Does he appreciate you saying this? Was this off the record? No. Are you I mean, sure? I, I'm sure. It Does was he the, want to get pegged What I too? love is that I think Hello? that pegging... Will you please peg me in the bum? He didn't ask me that. No, no. he didn't say do you want. But he was he was fascinated that it's the kind of topic that people don't talk about that much. But it's like the year of pegging, which is actually my first sex in the news story. But it, it's <laughs> is that funny. Like on the Chinese ca- calendar. It's like last year was the year of the rat. This year is the year of the peg. I'll tell you what. 
When I started, I was like, anal's the new blowjob. Mm-hmm. And now I think squirting's the new anal, but I also think pegging's the new anal. <laughs> Christ. No, it's true. Like in 10 years, that's people are like, what's different now? I'm like, well, when I, no, I mean, I have more eloquent answers than that. But it's true that a lot of men are, because we see it so much in pop culture. I'll, I'll get to the article in a minute. But about that, we but see I a lot to, of pegging in pop culture. Yeah, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Okay. It's becoming a whole thing. Like men think, oh, I don't want that. It makes me gay. It might hurt. It might, you know, I don't. I, not nothing in my butt. That's for things going out, not going in. But there's a lot of men. They call it the male G spot. They have amazing Stop orgasms. That. Stop it. Why? Stop it. You don't want anything in your it's, ass. It's not a male G spot. I can tell you that much. Just stop. It's the it. P spot. <laughs> Let's just not give. Girls, the wrong idea. No, I'm not it, saying it can be that pleasurable you go, for some dudes. All I'm saying is there's more of a curiosity now and more of a public acceptance. Mm. And so, and even if it's a public curiosity, the interesting part is it's not like Huffington Post was getting angry emails from little old ladies in like Wichita, Kansas. Why are you doing this? It was like people were like, wow, this was so fascinating. Mm. And so people aren't like freaked out by it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But speaking of uh, being freaked out by things, I am teaching a oral sex workshop tonight at Hustler Hollywood. Are you freaked out? Don't be freaked out. No, no, no. That I'm not freaked out about. It's called Going Down with Sex with Emily. Uh And there's, um, it's, I'm teaching about men and women. It's, and I don't know when you guys are listening to this. It's June 23rd, Hustler Hollywood stores in Hollywood, Going Down with Emily. And, you know, here's the thing. I'm doing them once a month now, these workshops. So even if you don't live in LA, you can't come tonight. We'll be doing them every month. You can plan ahead. Tell your friends who live in LA, your family. (laughs) <laughs> what are you going to be practicing on? What are you going to be demonstrating on? Okay, so this is the thing. I personally don't feel comfortable like sticking a dildo in my mouth and showing how to give a blowjob. It's uh-huh. just the weird job. Plus, line. it's hard to teach while it's in your mouth. How should we go down? That'd be hard. It'd be like a sexual ventriloquist. Exactly. Yeah. So I can't do it. And I'm not comfortable, to be honest, teaching that way. And so one of my interns is going to be sucking on the dildo. Do I know her? Lori? I don't think you've met her yet. Was she She's your party? awesome. She was. Uh-huh. And then I'm trying to find a man. I'm going to bring in a peach. What? Oh, Eat a peach. Okay. And I'm going to bring in a banana. All right. Mm-hmm. So then the man's going to lick the peach? Yep. Suck the peach. Suck lick the, the peach, peach. The whole thing. I've got amazing tips. Because I feel like people are so confused about blowjobs often. Like even my, it was so funny because I was preparing for the workshop this weekend. And my best friend from San Francisco, funny enough, leaves me a message. She's like, I'm so insecure right now. She's dating a new guy. She's like, I haven't been able to make him come yet through blowjob. She's like, what do I do? And I'm like, called her back. I'm like, funny you should ask. Mm-hmm. I've been prepping seven hours, and I like gave her like my three best tips. And she's like, oh, my God, thank you. I love when I can help my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Did so, she call um, back with results? She has not called me back yet, which uh, means maybe she's still blowing them. Still going. Um, but it was really funny. So, But the weird part is, okay, so my mom always jokes with me about the oral sex thing. She's like, or my job. Right. I picked that up from your brother. Are you still going to be talking about blowjobs when you're 60? She said yeah. this a few months ago. So funny enough, my friend Emily same name good friend and we were out to dinner the other night and she rsvp'd yes to the oral sex workshop on so a facebook be page there tonight. Okay. yes and her mom emails her grabbing dinner in the middle of dinner saturday night and says m i noticed on your facebook page that you responded yes to an oral sex workshop <laughs> is this really something that you want everyone to see sad face mom because her mom is probably a little disappointed hoping that everyone knows that she gives great blowjobs right now that's exactly want... her concern mm-hmm. right so anyway 
it's it's a funny thing sad because I face. but I, I love that yeah we're like sad <laughs> face. and then she posted it on her Instagram it was hilarious but no I you know I love what I do the thing is I'm never tired of it ten years I'm like I love it I'm excited to teach people and the last workshops have been amazing and we go around shopping after so anyone check it out one of these days I got to get to one of these come they're fun I just I work when you I know them. it's a bummer it's difficult but you guys if you still want to just show up to honestly by the time you listen to this just show up you'll be fine it's at Hustler Hollywood seven p.m. doors open giveaway champagne more it'll be awesome. What are you doing Thursday night? Thursday night, I'm yeah. going to. I'm so proud of you. You got to come, dude. I bought there. eight tickets. That is amazing. I'm Thank your you. number one fan. I'm so proud of Anderson because he made a short film that actually got into a film festival. And a couple, a couple now. A couple yeah. film festivals. And as a former documentary filmmaker, I know how hard it is. And this is a major one. Plus, so this one's you- like a. It's a vile little piece of trash. I mean, it's it's a it's well made. Uh, but it's about a guy who dresses up like a pedophile to keep people away from him. You know, it's it's a bit offensive. I was riveted after one minute, and I have ADD. I'd already be texting out I of the room. I just showed you the one-minute trailer, yeah, the, right. the opening scene. But uh, it was something that came into my head uh, a few years ago, and I made a short out of it. Spent a lot of time on it and a, uh, a couple bucks on it. And it turned out I had a great lead actor, the, the uh, woman so that plays good. his mom. She's great. So it turned out really well, and uh, I'm pleased uh, out of the five festivals that I, I only – Put it out there to five festivals because yeah, everyone's everyone's got their insecurities. Plus, it costs money every time you got it. I know, but it got like into two of the five, so I'm I'm pretty Dude, happy. That is major. What can people still go? Yeah, or I think there's out? still tickets available if you want to come see M. And I'll be there. Mike I'll Rano, be there with my whole team. Paul Bryan will be there. Uh, where? How? It's what called time? Holly Shorts. I know we talked about it last week, but it's been a while. Holly Shorts. Go to hollyshorts.com. Maybe backslash tickets. It's the short program. Joel, it's on Hollywood uh, Boulevard at the Chinese at Theater. At the Chinese Theater, June 25th, Thursday night, June 25th, Seven uh, Chinese Theater. I'm gonna take the train there because the, the subway goes, the underground goes, and drops you off right there. No way. So I'm gonna like park in North I Hollywood take and the train. You could park at my office too. But there's nine films total showing. Eric Roberts is in one of them. I mean, there's some legit I'm so films proud there, of you. for sure. I don't know if I, mine really belongs really hard in, the- in there. Dude, you don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's just that little insecurity in your head, but your film freaking belongs because it got accepted. It's going to be a good time. It's gonna be, and there's going to be a Q&A I'm afterwards. I'm proud of you, Anderson. You are kicking yeah. ass and taking names. Thanks, kid. Okay. You're awesome. I'm going to start with your favorite part right now. Oh, sex in the news. Yeah, but I don't know if it's your favorite topic. Oh, no. 2005, the year of the strap-on. Oh, Christ. I.E. pegging. If 2004 marked the year of the female-focused sex on TV, 2015 is definitely taking a different direction. There's still an emphasis on women and their pleasure, only now it includes not just who and how they're banging, but with what. Welcome to the year of the strap-on. It's not that 2015 is the first time there have been strap-ons on TV. Pegging, as it's also called, has appeared here and there, though generally as a reference or an illusion. They don't less the less frequently do they show it on camera. But compared to sex scenes of your straps, trap strap-on scenes of 2015 are notable for their desensitization. That's tough. No, no, desensitizing, desensitize. So it's 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 getting desensitized. Yeah. It's getting you not Thing. to be a sensitive. What, yes. It, does it cite examples? Oh, yes. Of one of the th- of the ways people have sex with one another. Just in the past six months mm-hmm. only, the strap-on has stolen scenes in the Comedy Central show Broad City, as well as two Netflix originals, Orange is the New Black huh? and Sense8. Orange is the New Black, I, I take uh, exception to that. Why? Because they didn't do it. They didn't? No. They Why drugged them up and they spread the cheeks and they were getting ready to do the uh, broomstick, but they pushed out. Right. But, okay, but. They're still showing the act. I'm just saying. And that wasn't for pleasure. That was for revenge. Okay, I understand. I'm vengeance. just saying it was on TV showing the act. So they had their previous, you know, 
TV debuts before, but the, the difference is, Anderson, is mm. that this is these are sex-positive shows, and they're showing, like, funnier Frank ways and about it, and they're not showing that it's, like, deviant or bad it's or still, wrong. It's still cutting edge, though. Like, just the other it's night on Loveline, somebody brought up pegging, and Dr. Drew said, what's up? I'm are like, Drew, serious? I'm about to peg you. How do he you not know that? He didn't that? know pegging? Yeah, he didn't know. But that's true. You know what I mean? Okay. Drew's heads are in the clouds. I know. Dr. I understand clouds. that. I totally understand that. And I understand that a lot of it's, this isn't for everybody. I'm just saying that it could feel good to some men, and some men want to explore it. And why not? Start with the butt plug, start with the finger. We'll get into that in a minute. Also, um, the other thing was inside Amy Schumer has the climatic switchable moment of 1955's. 1957's 12 Angry Men reimagined with waggly dildos. Did you see that episode? No. So it's everywhere. I'm not on the Amy Schumer train. I'm sure I will be once I get there, once I see Trainwreck, but I have not seen anything this woman does. Me neither, but I Everyone want to. Everyone seems to know. They're her. obsessed with her. Yeah. So um, She's got a good PR firm, at least. You think? Or, or maybe or she's, she's super talented. Really, I, I know. know. She's but it's like, like on my list of people to watch. She was nowhere. I never heard of her. And then like in one day, I heard I of her like 15 times. That's and how every it's single tipping day point. Yeah. It's the Amy Schumer tipping point. She's really hot right now in Hollywood. She's yeah. really hot. She's Stop. the it thing. She's the it thing. Freaking hot, it, L.A. Okay. And she so, likes pegging, apparently. I don't know. But this is what progress looks like, normalizing and contextualizing what for lots of people, especially women, people, is a pretty ordinary form of sexual expression. That's all. That's all I'm going to say about pegging for now, until uh-huh. there is a question about it. Have you ever pegged a dude? No. You know, I haven't. Is that on your bucket list? It's, I got to be honest, it's not on my bucket list per se. However, if... I think it would be something good for me to try. Like you can use a strap on. You can use just. I just say start with a butt plug or your fingers. But to be honest, I haven't. I haven't had a guy who's like, I really want you to peg me. So I'm not like, hey, I've got because I have. I'm trying not to judge here, but I think that's probably a good thing. Yeah, I'm fine yeah. with it. I think a lot. I can see a lot of ladies wanted to try it too, uh, for like the to see what the powerful dominant side of sex could feel like. Because unless you, I mean, I'm sure there's positions and stuff. You guys can get on top and feel like you're in control. But for the most part. The way sex is set up, I mean, guy, the guy is usually the one who's exactly. in charge. Exactly. You know? So some women are like, I want to dominate. I want to experience. And then you know what the thing is? We're always talking about how to expand, like, sexual horizons, like, with women, like, have multiple orgasms or use these toys. or. But with men, it's kind of like, give them a blowjob this way or that way. But this is, like, a whole new frontier. Okay. Something's bugging me right now. Can you what? Can you move your mic? There you go. Closer? Talking to that part. Oh, yeah. this part. There you go. Okay, soon your sex doll will have an intelligent conversation with you, which is what you always wanted. I know you have your sex doll and you want to have a chat. So stop what? trying to get t- <laughs> stop trying to get Siri to talk dirty. Get ready for sex dolls with an artificial naughty mind. That's because a deep interpersonal connection during intimate moments adds a lot of value to the sexual experience apparently, but the problem was until now you need another human to form that bond. So enter Matt McMillan. He's the inventor behind Real Doll, who promises a filthy utopia where sex dolls with artificial intelligence can substitute not just the body, but for the mind. Uh, so you can't just be like having sex with a sex doll. She's going to talk to you too. I wonder if she's going to nag. I was just going to say. Has this started to sell yet? Have they started selling these? Because I, I think, think this so. is a really bad move. Well, his Real Dolls are lifelike, and they're silicone dolls that currently cost between 5000 and 10000 mm. For now, they're just dolls, but he's developing the, the artificial intelligence. So, for example, uh, they, a robo-female who can respond to questions and movements as if she were human. Does she always agree? Because then maybe he's on to something. What do, you, what do you dream about? She says. 
I have a lot of dreams, she responds. I dream about becoming a real person, about having a real body. I dream about the meaning of love. I hope to become the fir- world's first sex robot. <laughs> That's quite a dream, honey. I know. Uh, He's just stealing lines directly out of Ex Machina. I know. I mean, movie. I guess I guess that it's, uh, there's a recent poll. One in five of you would have sex with a robot regardless of its human characteristics. Sex is changing a lot with technology, let's uh-huh. just say that. This doesn't mm-hmm. interest me as well. Nor do I want to peg or I don't want to have sex with a doll. But there's maybe I should try it. Three movies that I already explored this that's uh her spike jones came out a couple years ago there's uh lars and the real girl right with uh ryan gosling and then just this year ex machina came out which is my, my that's probably my favorite of those three so that's really three good. were there any before that so it's trend no nah, not so much yeah but it's next kind of year trend. three pegging i want to bang my os exactly mm-hmm. yeah so that's the sex doll thing so you don't want one is what you're saying i i, I know this sounds incredibly <laughs> sexist and i love my wife and i chose her Um, because she's beautiful and because she's so smart. She's smarter than I am, and I love talking to her. All that being said, if I'm having sex with a thing, I don't want it talking to me. I know. I agree. And you know what? It's interesting that you brought that up, intelligence, because some guys just aren't interested in smart women. Don't give me the line about how the brain is the most sexual organ. I'm not. All I'm saying is that some guys are like, she's hot. I don't need the girl. They want to talk to her, but I'm saying I love that you are attracted to an intelligent woman because I've my friends and I, I mean, it's not like, you're just guys I debated for years, Emma. I mean, I, I, it took me a long time with, with the one that I'm- What do you the, mean? The girl you that I'm like married that. to. I'm like, do I really want to, she's going to be able to bust me on things. She's not going to take my shit. She's going to like, you know, be able to, she's going to be able to see right through things that I'm doing. I, I, do I want a headache like this? But it was a smart choice. You think? Because yeah. it helps she you She keeps grow. me honest, yeah. Well, that's the thing about intimate relationships. I believe, at least for myself, you want to be with someone who challenges you. Yeah. Because looks fade. Let's just be honest. I mean, you'll still be attracted to them, but like, you I want someone that, who's intellectually stimulating. If, tell me if you if you uh, agree with this. Because I, I, I think that if you are if you actually fall in love and you really, really love the person you're with, it's kind of the same as like getting a puppy. I know this sounds weird, but like when I got Stanley and he was like my my little dog and he was like a much younger, I, I still look at him like that little right. Dude that I got. I still look at Jillian like she's 20 years old. I, I love I that. I still see her as a 20 year old woman. That's beautiful. And the other night we went to a bar. We rarely do that, and they didn't card her. And I was like, "What? You look like you're 20 years old to me." Right. So I think it's kind of like the same as when you get a dog. You always see that puppy. That's so true. I think that's beautiful. I love that. You're right. And I don't even mean maybe looks don't ever fade. Maybe you always find your partner beautiful, which I hope. I don't look at someone like that. But if men... I met Jillian now, I might be like, "Oh Jesus, she's an old way too old over the hill." No, but I just like to hear that because there are some guys that I know pers- very close. The family members and friends, and they just like are like, I really want a woman who doesn't challenge me, who says yes to everything, and will come along with for my ride. Those are the guys that spin out of control, though, and they start making terrible decisions because there's no one there to like call them on their There's, shit. They're all because they're yes you know? women. Yeah, I think we all want someone who, ch- I, at least for me, like one of my goals would be for a life partner that makes me a better person, challenges me, and sure. I learn new things from. Right. Okay. She's the first girl I ever dated that wouldn't go, like, go get me beer. Everyone else is like, oh, do you want, to, you want me to go get you a 12-pack? You want something from the fridge? You want me to make you a sandwich? It was great. And now it's like, ah, that's all Really? See, that's so interesting. I'm like, so she won't at all? If I asked her to go get me a beer, she would just give me a withering look. Like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, which part of wife says get you a beer? Get me a f- friggin' beer. Make me a sandwich, woman. I love your wife. I want to hang out with her again. She's pretty sweet. She is sweet. Okay, I met her at your After Disaster show, which is another podcast that Anderson does, which is awesome. Thank you. You'll see her at the uh, the festival. Oh, good. I'm not going to send her to your blowjob shop, though, because I don't... I don't. You think... feel like she's already good enough. Yeah. She's, she's good. She's... Okay, fine. Yeah, you're married. Right? She's a, I'm married. We, someone, we got a funny email from someone who said they really love Anderson on the show, even though he's married, because <laughs> you always say I'm married. That's usually my de facto. They were like, yes. They're like, he gives great feedback and insight. And you give F- great right. email. Did you say that yet? I give good email. Yeah. That's what I'm getting to. So everyone, 
I love you. Thank you for emailing me at feedback at sexwithemily.com. Love hearing from you. And don't forget to include your name, how old you are, and where you listen from. That totally helps. Yes. Where you live. Or like if it's about a relationship, how long you've been in the relationship. Yeah, like sometimes I need more context because we don't have the phone. So like I always want to say provide more details, but like not about the like I called him and then he called her and then he called me. It's more important to have just like how long you've been together. Just a little more the context. important things right. that you would want to know if exactly. you were hearing it from someone else. Oh, look at this. The first one's how to approach a partner about pegging. What? How, how to approach a partner about yeah. pegging. Next thing. Say that know, 10 the, times fast. The, pegging's, uh, the, the, the pegging devices are going to talk. Deeper, push me in deeper. Is that where we're heading to? We might be. I don't know. Oh, this thing just blew up. No. So this this email is about pegging. Yeah, but you know what just happened. Can you what 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 what, what are you challenging me to say ten times fast? I'm challenging you to say problems with pegging. Problems, problems with pegging. Problems with pegging. But have you ever had any friends who pegged? Uh, I guess if I were to go out on like a like a limb and and suggest that Mike Catherwood is a friend, which he's not, uh, <laughs> he claims to have been pegged. So I guess. Oh, interesting. Okay, so that totally makes. Or sense. maybe he just put soap up his butt. I can't remember. Something about his things. bum. Yeah. Something about the bum. But no, I don't have any friends that have admitted that they enjoy to be pegged. But I've it heard makes... a lot of calls. Yeah, on it. We've, heard, we've heard tons of calls about it. Okay, here we go. The email just popped away, and so here's what it is. It's it ashamed says, of itself. Hey Emily, love the podcast and catch up as much as possible. I'm a 36 year old mar- male, married to my soulmate for 12 years, and we have an incredible relationship. We've been very open about our wants, needs, and fantasies, and love exploring most facets of sex and intimacy. Thanks for your podcast. Thanks to your podcast, I've broken down the stigmas I had about anal play and really enjoy it. I told my partner how much I enjoy play, and she does it sometimes, although I feel she's a little reluctant. I become interested in pegging because I want her to be more involved, and I enjoy taking on a more submissive role. But I'm concerned that if I confront her with this, that it might be a little too much for her to take because she's so reluctant. Mm-hmm. I've broached the subject for, uh, with some research, but have stopped short of asking due to the lack of interest from her. Do I just let it go? I have other toys, but I want to try something a little different. Can you help me? Thanks, Ren. Ren. That's a good name. Okay, Ren. Pegging, as we said, it's the hottest trend of 2015, and we're definitely starting to hear more about it. It's what 2015 is going to be remembered for. Yeah, it's the year of pegging. Um, Fact is, when it's done correctly, it can be pleasurable for men, as I think you already know. But why do you think she's reluctant? And I'm curious if you're possibly projecting his worries onto her. Um, she just might not have enough information. She might be reluctant because she doesn't really know. Maybe it doesn't turn her on. But also, she might have some fears or anxieties. She might think she doesn't know what she's doing. She might not think it's a turn on. I, I know this is wrong, but I feel like we need to know the nationality as well here. Oh. Okay. Include your nationalities, people. Well, for this one in particular, because it could be a disaster down there. It could be like just a hairy mess. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, make sure you... Take care of yourself. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe she is reluctant for a good reason. I don't even think about that. Hygiene's important. We've talked about that a lot on the show, okay? But um, she might think you're, you know, she might think it's a gay thing. So it's understandable that you want to include her in this act. And it sounds like she's done a little butt play, which I always say if you want to start, you want to jump right into pegging, but you're like, because like like Ren said, I was curious about it. And and she probably stuck a finger in or he bought a butt plug and it felt good. And now he's like, I'm going to go to pegging. It's like the gateway. Mm Mm-hmm. The fingers, and some guys might not even like the fingers, but you mentioned that she's open-minded. And no matter how open-minded you are, pegging is very unfamiliar territory for a lot of women. And so they're not used to having that kind of control and being dominant. just might not be her thing. And she might be afraid of, like, emasculating him or hurting him. 
So I wouldn't give up because it'll always be in the back of your mind. So I would say, you said you've sent her information. I don't know if you're like emailing her attachments, but <laughs> it's the kind of thing where you got to like sit down and be like, babe, like let's go shopping. You should go shopping at like your local sex toy store. If there's, I don't know where you live. Did he say where you live? No. Ren. But there's, you go online. I Germany with the name Ren. Yeah, maybe. But you could go online. You could be like, hey, let's try this. Like you could talk her through it or, okay. Carol Queen is amazing, and about 20 years ago, she came out with a bestseller called Bend Over Boyfriend. And it is like the first movie ever made about pegging. And if you go, There's you can rent There's an entire movie line. made about pegging? Yes. It was the first of its kind, and it's still really good. What's it called? Bend Over Boyfriend. And if you go to goodvibes.com, or just go to my website, click on the Good Vibrations banner, and you search for it. And I think if you use code EMILY, you can get a discount on it. But you could probably find it online, and it's it's popular. So maybe you guys could watch. Because, you know, here's the thing, Ren. We all learn in different ways. Maybe she needs to see it. Maybe she needs to, you know, some more information that it's not working the way you're doing it. But you're on the right track. You're in a great relationship. She already did the finger let's just say finger blasting finger poking <laughs> and um i think you're on a good track don't give up yet it's just sometimes it's a way about learning how to communicate with our partner and educate to that pegging dream of yours okay that's right okay what if you just first, brought one home fed her a couple drinks you know maybe maybe if it's there dude it's not all about drinks well, sometimes that's a social you know what? it doesn't help to have a little glass one glass of wine sometimes. but uh, why don't you bring one home and say look what the guys gave me the office is a joke <laughs> what why don't we give it a... But he's already talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think uh, a little shopping online, a little shopping at a local... Every town is a local sex store. Okay, but first, got to take a little break here. Yeah, quick one. I'm going to talk about your balls real quick. What? Do you care? My balls. I'm a married man. Uh, just any balls mm-hmm. in particular. Uh, so it is uh, summer. Uh, and it's getting hot it and is. sticky and mm-hmm. sweaty, especially here. Well, I don't know. New York is sweaty. Everywhere is sweaty right now. Wherever you're at, it's summer. And I created, with my partner, Tony a product called Down Under Comfort. And we actually sold out of it last year because it's that good. It is the most unique product you've tried. There's nothing else like it. Men's Health voted it the number one product you didn't know you needed. So here's the bottom line. I'm going to cut to the chase. We have intimate areas that we sweat in. For men, it's their balls. For women in the summer, it's our breasts. We we sweat everywhere, guys. Okay, men sweat everywhere. Yeah, not just our balls. What I'm picturing is just like a sponge coming out of No, the truth is it's called down under comfort, but it's like anywhere that you sweat that you don't use deodorant in the summer. And it's this really unique formula because the thing about talcum powder, which is what a lot of guys use, is that it's messy, carcinogenic, gets clumpy all over the place. (laughs) This is like a really light cream, and then it turns into a powder. It's like a magic trick, the way it turns into powder. Yeah, and it smells citrusy, and but like in a good male way, but not too hard of a scent, not too intense of a scent, and it's for women, and it prevents sweat stains, chafing at the gym, and just not feeling fresh. You just know that all day long you feel fresh. Like it's, everyone I know is freaking out about it that I've given it to. It gives you an extra layer of confidence. Yeah, for sure, it's true. I, as, as a guy who's used it, I didn't think I needed it, and I, I still don't know if I do need it, but it makes it feels, me feel co- more confident. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't have uh, any kind of issues down there. No right stanky now. balls. Clean. Exactly. Cleaner than and my then hands. boobs. My friend with like, she was at my office the other day, and she's like, my boobs. Are, she has huge boobs. I'm like, oh my god, try this. And she's been like posting it all over social media because it changed her life. So she go to emilyandtony.com. Okay. To get down under comfort right now, use coupon code EMILY for 20% off your first purchase. How great is that? EmilyandTony.com, down under comfort, code EMILY. 
All right. Thank you for that. All right. Missing. These are more emails. Missing sexual confidence. Hey, Emily, my partner and I have been together for almost five years. I'm still finding myself somewhat sexually um, intimidated by him. I don't have the confidence to try new things and often find myself not initiating sex because of this. We have sex maybe twice a month max, and I can see it's starting to really cause issues in our relationship. I have no idea how to fix this but I want to fix it before it's too late. Thanks, Sarah Jane. Okay, Sarah, you brought up two major issues here. Sex twice a month. Sounds like you guys are having a little bit case of mismatched libidos here. I'm assuming he wants it more and you're avoiding it. And also he wants to try new things. Both of the, you know, that could definitely intimidate you and make you want to shut down because you don't want to fail him. What if he wants to try new things? It's really scary. Kind of like we were talking about with the pegging what, thing. I wish we knew what the, the new thing. I were, know. Like, See, this is what I'm saying. That's why more information would be like great. But not not missionaries. The new thing that I want to try. Right. Maybe he wants blowjobs. You know, by the kitchen sink. Um, but but you also might be fearful of not being able to do what he asks for. So I totally understand. And so I think that's. But also the second thing is. Are you just not into sex right now? Like, are you are you having low libido? Are you on birth control? Are you taking medications? That's the first thing we have to ask. A lot ask of the for. time, it's that birth control. You get the wrong kind. Exactly. There's so many different kinds. You got to try different kinds. So, if you're just thinking that it's it's that you have a low libido right now, you could check it out with your doctor. But if you think that you're you're putting off sex because you're intimidated, which is a really strong word to use about a boyfriend you've been with for five years. And so I want to know what kind of things does he want to try in the bedroom? Like we said, did he mention something that scared you or just a general, let's try new things. Cause the truth is, uh, Sarah Jane is that sometimes it, he might say these things and in your mind, you're like, Oh my God, he wants to have an orgy. He wants to have a threesome. <laughs> and he didn't define it for you. And maybe he's just like wants you to give him a blowjob in a different place or he wants you to put a finger in his butt or he wants you to make out more. I don't know. Watch porn with him. I feel like there's not enough information with this one. And therefore, I think it's disqualified. Really? Right. We don't know what the new things are. Okay, but all I want to say is she needs to find out more information. You need to talk to him more because you're letting your fear of not knowing what he wants to try because I don't think he's told you maybe and you're building this up in your head and you're you're causing a rift in the relationship by not having sex with him so you just gotta like talk to him and say babe like what do you want to try can you explain it to me and get more information and you know what if you're not into it that's fine a lot about couples expanding sexually is trying different things so maybe you want to try new things in the bedroom so maybe you need to spend some time fantasizing masturbating being like okay i'll try that let's try this for me and this could be a fun experiment but if it's something that you're totally against well then you need to tell them and maybe there's a compromise so i'm just saying it's shutting you down and you're right it will wreak havoc on the relationship if you start withholding sex so some things you could do is you know ask questions and again learn to figure out what you want communication communication you're right you're absolutely right the the fact that they've been together for five years and she uses the word intimidation that's a huge red flag right. There's something she's pulled back on. on sex for t- for two you know twice a month like for, to be intimidated by your partner that you've been with for five years I mean you should know them inside and out and maybe be uncomfortable here and there with certain situations but not intimidated by your own partner when it comes to sex I mean that's a I know. Yikers. This is what I'm saying. But, Yikers. you know, and it also she might be having some self-esteem issues. Maybe she gained some weight right. or feels, who knows. So, Probably five years. People let themselves go, right? Oh, my God. Not yeah. everyone. But who knows? I mean, there's a lot going on here. But all I'm saying is you need to talk more. And I know this might be uncomfortable. A lot of couples don't know how to talk about sex, as we realize. They but if you don't talk about sex and prioritize sex, it's going to... Do you have a sound effect for something dying? <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> or just that dripping thing? No, it's okay. You don't have to.
No pressure. Is that, is that, <laughs> that, that sounds like sex lemon. happening. Yeah. I just kind of like oh, I know, that I know, one. I know, I know. It's going to what, Em? It could just, the sex life will just die and fade. That's there it. it. There That's goes your sex whistle. life. Thank oh, you. How hacky is that, playing a slide whistle? I liked it. You know what it's called in, the, in my little machine? What? Loss of boner. I didn't name it. It came there. See? Yeah, That's came a, there. He, lost, he will lose his boner. That's, a, yeah. <laughs> that's the best thing ever. Is it? Yeah, it's like a buzzkill boner. <laughs> what else, Em? You got, okay. you got more blow e- job embargo. Emails? I do. A blow job embargo. Not a good idea. That would be a very scary headline to wake up to. <laughs> <laughs> there's been a, there's been an embargo on blowjobs. You know, blowjobs are illegal in some states. But anyway, hi Emily. There still always be because I mean, like, what kind of politicians going to come out and say we must change this embargo on blowjobs era? You know what I mean? They're not going to say it out yeah, loud. Yeah, be kind of weird. Because to... men's favorite thing in the whole world. Yeah. Um, okay, hi, Emily. My wife and I separated a few months back and are trying to work things out. We've been together 12 years, have three kids. One of the sticking points she has is regarding oral sex. The issue is that oral sex is something I love more than the average guy and have been a bit of an ass about it in the past when I haven't received one for a while. She hates giving blowjobs, blow and she essentially said she will never go down on me again if we decide to get back together. Do you think she actually means never, or do you think that over time she will come around and start doing it again, assuming I'm not pressuring her to do it, i.e., let her make the decision if she wants to or not? Thanks, Chris. You know who would probably be better at answering that question than you, Emily? I bet she would be. If he asked her that exact same question. Well, she'd say, no, never. No, no, no. You're wrong. You know why? Chris, she just said never. I want to know which part of never you don't understand. To me, never sounds like never. Yeah. And um, I under here's the thing, Chris. When men ask for blowjobs in the wrong way as like a bargaining tool or they make – whenever you pressure a woman for sex, it is completely working against you. When you say, I haven't had sex since Christmas. Remember the last time you gave me a blowjob? It was snowing outside. Now it's summer. <laughs> or how about a blowjob tonight, babe? Do you know what that does to women? It makes us like shut down and die. The last that shut down makes us want to leave the house. And the last thing we want to do is put your penis in our mouth. Because we feel pressure. We're feeling like we're not satisfying you. We're, we're feeling like we're letting you down. And let's not forget that just saying, give me a blowjob now, women still need to be turned on for that. So maybe you could... Do you perform oral sex on her? Do you turn her on sexually? Are you like, babe, tonight's all about you? And then maybe she'd want to give you a blowjob willingly. But, you know, those are strong, like, those are some strong fighting words. And if you're obsessed with a blowjob, this does not sound good, like good yeah. information for me. I had a guy I was dating for what, like a year and a half, and he was not that into oral sex. And finally, like a year in, I was like, so, because he knows I'm into it, mm-hmm. and I gave him friggin' killer blowjobs. You're like, I do classes on these? Yeah, What's I'm like, hello, problem? hi. And I know I'm really good at it, and I like giving blowjobs. And I said, so listen, dude, I'm just curious. So, um, I didn't call him dude. Right. Maybe I said, that, sweetie. That, that probably wouldn't have been And I said, listen, so, um, is it, I'm just curious about the oral. I think I had a martini. See? Martini, Social lubricant. Because I'm not a big drinker, so mm-hmm. to me, it's like, whoa. And I said, listen, so... Is it that you're just... Maybe you're confused about how to do... Maybe you want some pointers. You're not sure... You know, how to, you know, I can tell you what to do, what I like. Right. Do you think that maybe I don't like it or is it something that you're not into? I gave him three options. Mm-hmm. He said, you know what? It's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. And then I said, you know what? You're just not my thing. Oh, really? Chuck, please. No, I didn't say that. But I, at that point, that, I thought, well, I don't know that I could teach him to be into it. We had a really good relationship in a lot of ways. And that wasn't the only reason. There were other problems in our relationship. But what I'm saying is... 
you know, she could hate blowjobs because of your attitude and that you're you're pressuring her. But it sounds like you guys just separated and there must be other things going on. And I'm concerned why you're getting back together. I get for the kids, it's a good thing. But I, I just think that, you know, does the blowjob embargo actually have you doubting your willingness to repair the marriage? So you have to accept the fact that she, you know, never, never, never might want to do it. So, or it could be a statement made in anger. And I would say, if you really want to get back together with this woman, I would break this down. I would say, well, what if, like, what don't you like about it? If she's like the taste, the smell, the sight, the sound, it's terrible. Or she might be like, I hate that you pressure me into it. If she hates the way you talk about it with her, you could get her to love it again. I don't think this is a quick yes or no, but all I'm saying is never is pretty strong. Did she say it in the heat of an argument and there's more conversation that needs to happen? Now, if she says, it doesn't matter if you bought me a new Mercedes, six diamond necklaces, and went down on me for an hour, I will still never give you a blowjob. Well, then I think you don't reconcile. I just thought of a great passive-aggressive way what? that he could go about this. Oh, good. Great. Passive-aggressive is great advice, Go. But watch. You're going to like it, I think. So yeah. like, they're doing their thing. And when they get to the point where like normally it'd be uh, like the oral sex would occur, like maybe he just went down on her for a little bit. And now it's her turn. But he knows she's not going to do it. He rolls over, reaches into the nightstand, pulls out like one of the mouth uh, flashlights, uh-huh. and goes, this is the part where you usually would do this, but I'll, I'll just do it myself for, for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say at the very he end. He just flashlights himself. And she could sit there and read a book. Well, I was going to say at the very end, you well, can always cries. buy a flashlight. Yeah. It's not the same, but it feels pretty damn good to most Some guys. Some people a say it feels better than sex. I've said that before, but it's true. Um, and don't, th- again, you don't want to do the threat. So it sounds like you guys got major communication issues. And I almost feel like the fact that you're this is all predicated on the blowjob, that there's bigger things going on. Yeah. Do you agree? I, well, I missed the very first part of that question because I thought I saw a bug. I'm sorry. I got very distracted. <laughs> I really did. The first part of it was they separated a few months back. They've been together 12 years, mm-hmm. and the re- the sticking point, he says, is blowjobs. Wow. That'd I'm be thinking, such a weird court argument, too. Like You know it comes up. You know sex stuff comes up when divorces occur. All the time. Occur. And she never gave me blowjobs, sir, and he never took out the trash, judge. Right. You know, I should reverse those. Yeah, no, but there's a lot of things going on here. And I think that if you really love this woman, you want to get back together with her and the blowjob is the only sticking point, get to the bottom of it. Oh, the poor kids. Like they're, they're, they're. Their family unit, their nuclear family breaking up is dependent on dick sucking. Right. Poor bastards. Well, I just think he doesn't have enough information and people don't communicate. So I gave him some really good tips. Oh, I you think. did. You absolutely did. Yes. You always give good tips. Aw, thanks, Anderson. That's mm-hmm. why I love my job. Okay, ready? Lack of affection while pregnant. Hi, Emily. I'm currently in the third trimester of my pregnancy and I've been wanting to have sex all the time. However, my husband refuses. He would rather just get a. he would rather just get a hand job and i'm super frustrated i've brought it up to him before but still nothing i feel a huge lack of affection from him this is making me feel really insecure especially since i catch him watching porn looking at other girls online all the time don't know what to do any advice we appreciated love your podcast nicole 30 cherry hill new jersey listens while driving she just answered all of our questions. Ah, uh, but what kind of porn? Because if it's pregnant porn, oh, you've got a big problem. No, 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 no. Okay, so first of all, uh, Nicole, have you voiced these feelings to him? Have you let him know that it really frustrates you? I'm assuming you have. And let's just talk about this. There might be some myth-busting education that has to go on because a lot of guys, this is confident. First of all, it's common that you want sex a lot during pregnancy. That happens with hormones fluctuating. So cruel. <sighs> Because so many guys, guys are freaked out by it. I know. This is what I'm saying. Well, because technically in the third trimester, it's a, it's a, a threesome. 
Well, that's what he's feeling. Yeah. So he might be feeling he's harming the baby. Um, he might be feeling like that, it, like the belly thing is intimidating. It's not that he finds you attractive. It's just like there's a big belly and the baby's in there, and then they feel like they're having sex with the baby in bed, like that's a threesome. What I'm saying, yeah. Exactly. So it's weirdly close to incest. <laughs> that's exactly what you're saying. Especially if you have a giant member. You I know. know what I, mean? I get that. You could also have sex doggy style, maybe. If he doesn't have to look at it. I'm, that sounds really bad, but I'm just saying if that's one well, of the issues. Well, a lot of guys are uh, kind of freaked out by the whole. I'm, I've heard of guys, too, like once the baby comes, like they don't After want. After watching the. Birth. They don't want like to have oral sex because like that's my mother. That, that's the mother of my child. I don't want my penis it's in It's like her almost mouth. trauma watching. Yeah, yeah. they got They got to move this. It's a weird it. system. We need a new system. I don't. Test I, I, I liked when the guys sat outside and smoked cigars. I mean, I, yeah. not in the hospital. Don Draper anymore. style. Dude. Exactly. I, I don't love want... it. Just wheel her in. Like, I... Just let her like go right through the doors. With... <laughs> exactly. I'd rather have my girlfriends there anyway. Because guys suck at that stuff. Some guys aren't as great as that kind of support. And I don't want to freak out. Here's another thing. He might be scared. I mean, like, seriously, like, like scared. You can explain to him all you want with, you know, charts and graphs and experts. You can give him more information. And sometimes your dude is just going to be convinced that he's going to hurt the baby. So if you two have sex and sometimes he's afraid of hurting you, you know, he just might be scared. So if you explain it to him as much as you can, he might be less scared. I've never heard of a case where a baby gets injured during no. sex. I'm sure it's happened, but I, I never heard of it. And he's being selfish prick. I know. He's being I mean, a... Is he going down on and you? And the fact that she's, I'm just picturing her like eight months pregnant and he's like, here, give me a hand job. I don't want to do See, anything. See, that's like the douche. That's like such a douchey thing. Like, give me a give me a job. Yeah. Like, what about pleasing you? What about if you just whip out your vibrator? So, I mean, he's disengaged, especially if this is your first child. Chances are that he's so consumed with maybe his fears, his anxieties, and stressors that sex isn't even on his radar. Which sounds strange, but mm-hmm. that happens also. But he might just be clueless. He could think that the, the semen's going to send him into labor or his penis, you know. He doesn't know that you're going to have, like, a great orgasm ever or if he'd ever get over himself if something happened. So there's a few ways to approach it. You need to talk to him. Mm-hmm. You need to give him more information and tell him, don't be afraid. Express your needs. And every guy I know, like, like come on to him. Turn him on. Like, the second you start turning him on, like, don't massage your belly in his face if he's just freaked out by your new giant boobs or whatever it's fair game nibble on his ears give him a blowjob first get him turned on i mean i bet he'll quickly get over whatever he was thinking and you could also just if this isn't working right now he's going to be the father of your new baby uh have light sex mutual masturbation i know it's not what you want ideally but he can masturbate with a flashlight you can use a toy and then you both get off and i promise you your sex life will come back i sure hope except for with the things we were just talking about. <laughs> and I, I think for the ladies, too, like after they give birth, like they, they need a few weeks off afterwards, right? Yeah, oh, like more than that, yeah, six to so, eight weeks. So you're going to have a little break here coming up anyways, and then hopefully everything gets back. Right, but if you need to get yourself off now, sweetie, if he's just not into it, this happens, and I'm hoping that before this he was super loving and affectionate, and that will come back. You have two grown adults here, though, saying that he is being a selfish jerk. Yeah. He is. So that's why I said give him more information. And also, uh, you can just take matters into your own hands and please yourself. Nothing wrong with that. And also, again, you could get him a flashlight. I love that flashlight. It's so funny because I told you after this pegging panel, they were all like, can you get me a flashlight? Can you get me a flashlight? It was just really funny that everyone wanted one. We talked about a lot of toys there, but they were just wanted the flashlight. Do you want a flashlight? I can't remember. I don't need a flashlight. I'm a married man. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm trying to I'm trying to wrap my mind around uh, a scenario where a gay couple could use pegging. I don't think that it really they would ever need yeah, one. Yeah, right? because they have a penis. Yeah, but maybe unless penis... they have like amputee, it's almost like a peg leg. 
their penis fell off? Yeah, well, if they didn't have one. But like, the, I guess I guess pegging's not really big in the gay community for sex. Other no, than because like by, they it's, peg it's with their, their penis. Yeah. It's built in pegging. Right. Right. And so that's why a lot of people think pegging is gay. But all I'm saying, the reason we... It's so, it's actually literally ungay because gay guys don't need the pegging because right. they got their own pegs. It's just a matter of putting things in your butt. And, and, and a lot of I men say it intensifies when, their orgasms. I hate when people orgasms. think that like, is it, oh, oh, if she puts something in my butt, I become gay. And, no, I know. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. What it, I just think try it once, see how it feels, like with the finger. I was saying that the other day I was having a discussion with somebody and it's like, if, if gay guys, if, if gay couples, if they had vagina, right. they would use a vagina, but they don't, so they use the butt. They'd probably use both. Like, right. like like heterosexual people do, but it doesn't make you gay because you put it in the butt. It's just you work with what you got to work with. And that's exactly. What the, the gay guys have the butts to work with. But do you know what's something funny? They do make a flesh jack, and it's a butt. Yeah, I know. I saw it. It's in a beer can. The one that I saw, it looks like a Foster's. Yeah, but, but Foster's. You know, some guys... And it was tighter. My finger got stuck in it. Where did you see it? Here? They sent Oh, they sent a bunch here. Yeah. They're just so... And I put my finger in it, and it was They're stuck. so giving with their flashlights. Um, but if you guys want one, go to my website, click on the flashlight banner, use code EMILY, get flesh lube. You'll love it. It's just so funny that I don't know. I, I feel like there's like a tipping point with flashlights lately because everyone's asking me for one. People like friends and whatever. It's weird. Oh, okay. you know the new product they have to come up with is if if this is the year of the peg, they got to have peg on one side and flashlight on the other, like a like a flashlight with a peg rod. Yeah. On it. Yeah. Should I email them right now? You flip it like a, a baton. Like, what do you feel like? What do you I want? get it. You can choose. Do you, you, do you want a flashlight yeah. or do you want something in your it's ass? Like spin the flashlight and whatever. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be a good one. God, you're full of good I ideas. I know. I know. Um, you have one more email? I do. Dear M, it's about how to increase wife's sexual appetite. Wow. Dear M, my wife and I have been married for seven years and together for 10 additional years before that. That would be 17 years. While we have had a good sex life, she just seems to lack that adventurous side. She doesn't like when I perform oral. She doesn't like performing oral most of the time, and we're sort of stuck in a rut. While we do enjoy the times we do get to get together sexually, they are getting farther apart and lack any spontaneity. We do have a few different toys that we use on occasion, and it helps, but she seems to just want to get on top, and then when we're done, we're done. My appetite for sex is much larger and more adventurous than hers, and I want to know what I can do to make her want it more with me. I like some floor play and trying new things, but can't seem to get her into that. We have two kids and both work, so I imagine that's not helping. Thanks, MK. They work, not the kids. Made it sound like the kids Oh, the two, they have two kids, and, and they both they work. Both work. The kids don't right, work. and they've been together seventeen years. So again, you know, what would be great here Dropping when you say adventurous. Pounds. No, no. When he says, "I want to be more adventurous," mm-hmm. give us some examples of what you're asking for. He just, might not even know though. This guy it sounds like they're in a rut, and he just wants yep. to do more fun sex stuff. That's probably why he listens to your show. Yeah, exactly. So here's the deal. Okay, and this is common. Okay, you guys have been together seventeen years. You've got two kids. You're working. You're busy. It's really can be really challenging for couples to find the time to have sex. Some people want in the morning, some evening, the kids are running around, the weekends, but you have to make the time for sex because when you stop having sex, it just, right? So it sounds like you guys need to have the sex talk because sex is expansive and if you guys aren't growing and switching things up to keep things exciting or interesting, it is going to be a problem. And there's so many chemicals and stuff that we don't even think about that get transferred, that go on, pheromones, and it's all real stuff, too. Chemistry that happens with sex. And if you don't have that sex, you start to dis- You start disengage, to separate dissociate. and like a wall comes up between you. Exactly. And it kind of festers and grows from there and the right. sex breaks it all down. I know. And the first thing I was is, she might be experiencing low libido. I'm not sure how old she is, but like she be, could be having her hormones fluctuate. She could be on birth control. She could have gone on antidepressants. Those are always the physical factors that you have to 
uh, you have to consider. But you're saying that she's just not into oral, not into trying new thing, not into trying new things. And so again, I'm curious if you've explained to her what you want, why you want it. Maybe you guys could watch a movie together about it. You could go shopping, look at a book. I mean, I like listen to my podcast together, like or buy my book, Hot Sex, over 200 things you could try tonight. Like there's different ways to explain it to her. Because maybe when you say adventurous or I want you to tie me up or I want to tie you up, she doesn't get it. So guys are very straightforward with that. And she might need more, she might need to like picture it, feel it, like talk right. it through. So you might need to explain to her that you love her. You find her like so attractive. You love the sex that you're having. It's a, but you'd like to try something new. What if you wrote fun. a little poem about what he'd like to do? Right, exactly. A little it doesn't even have to rhyme. And explain to her that mixing things up could, could be great for both of you because maybe she's gotten to a sexual rut as well. And what happens is you're very cognizant of the sexual rut. She's thinking, "We're not having sex. I'm too stressed. I don't have time. He wants to try something weird and crazy." And I've got to make this, the peanut butter sandwiches for lunch tomorrow. So you guys are like on two different sides of this spectrum when maybe if you guys come together and you're like, wow, this could be really cool. I want to do this thing that's going to, you know, what if you could have multiple orgasms? And what if we like have sex outside? That could be cool. I mean, I don't know what your things are, but if it would benefit both of you, make it a playful conversation. Here's the other thing where I think guys need a little help. For example, when a man wants a blowjob, Snipe the night, you haven't cool. sucked my dick in a while. Mm-hmm. Or like, I want to try new things. Women are hearing, I don't suck your dick enough, I'm disappointing you, and our sex life is boring, you find me uninteresting. So you got to make these conversations light and playful. You know, suggest making like a sexy bucket list. Like, what are three things you want to try? What are three things I want to try? And if she can't think of three things, you could be like, write down the top three times we had sex that you remember, and I'll write down three things oh, that I want to try. I yeah. like that. Thank you. That's really cool. Yeah. And then you could exchange those. There's different ways to get to the root of what you want. You here. can even act them out like you do like charades. Well, like, like, guess pantom- which one this right. one was. Like, not pantomime. What's it called? Pantom- charades. Yeah, it's pantomime or charades. Exactly. Mime. It might be also taking away for a sexy weekend. Vacation sex. Yeah, it's always good. Best sex. You feel like you're a different person in that strange room. I love it. What if you switched up the name instead of blowjob? Like, hey, how about a funny job tonight? You mean give me a little wacky job? Right. A little right. Wacky, give me an old and fashion? why don't you just perform oral sex on her first two and see what happens? Yeah. You know what? Both guys. Does she like both, it? I can't both really. sides of this. I mean, you can lead your partner down many roads if you she get doesn't them like halfway oral. there. Oh. Some women don't like oral sex, but some women, it's for two reasons. Either it actually doesn't, it hurts them because they're really orgasmic. Usually they're multi-orgasmic. Or they're very uncomfortable with how it is down there. Because they don't have down on their comfort. They don't have to. She's not fresh and dry, so shower first. But I just say, like, you know, don't totally close this down. You just have to kind of rework your approach to talking to her about it because it's your wife and you love her. Can I just say that I really like that idea of three times you remember? And then, like, Yeah, it's very benign. It's not like, oh, I... Think of three crazy things. It's and like, hope that like maybe you guys have a little crossover there too. Like yeah. there's one that's the same or maybe two. Right, exactly. And you, you'll you learn a lot because she was like that time that we came in the house and you ripped my clothes off and threw me against the wall and went down on me. You'd be like, oh, she likes spontaneous sex. Mm-hmm. It's really funny because I actually, not funny, but an interesting trend since Pegging. I'm preparing for my blowjob. Right. No, another Pegging. one. Uh. Is that we asked male listeners to, when I was supposed to do this blowjob workshop for steak and blowjob day, but I got sick. Anyway, we said, Email me with your best blowjob stories. BTW, I always want to hear these. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. But an interesting thing was... Wait, wait. BTW doesn't work. By the way? It's it's more syllables than saying by the way. BTW, by the way. What did I say? You said BTW, which I I guess is a thing. I never heard it before. I'm sorry. By the way? 
Yeah, but saying by the way is shorter. I know, but I was BTW. Just, <laughs> I was saying it. Just, I say that sometimes. I can see typing. Oh, I'm sorry. Now I forgot what I was saying. Oh, the interesting thing was that for men, they were really cool stories, but the common theme throughout all of them, can you imagine what they were? Can you guess? Uh, I would think semen coming out of the nose or throwing up. <laughs> Not at all. No. Spontaneity. Oh, it was like, I walked in the door and she gave me a blowjob. We yeah. were in a dressing room. She gave me a blowjob. Mm-hmm. We were in the car. She gave me a blowjob. Right. It was always like an un- unexpected. Unexpected blowjobs. Where they sweet. didn't yeah. have to ask for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I asked women to send me in their best oral sex stories. They have not been as forthcoming. So my female listeners, email me too. It's like a surprise party in your pants. It is. I like, like a, I, I just want to know. Like, I love oral sex. That's All why right. I'm excited about my workshop. Okay. And um, Anderson, you're yeah. awesome. And everyone should check out Anderson's film Thursday night. At the uh, Hollywood Shorts. Yeah, and I tweeted it too. Holly Shorts. I tweeted about it too. As always, follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And also, you guys, um, if you like the show, tell your friends. You know, like you can also go to iTunes. You can easily, you know, rate us there. That helps a lot. Subscribe to us. And also, we have an Amazon link on our on our Sex with Emily page. And if you make that your your Amazon link right there, then that helps us too because everything you buy on Amazon. We would get a little bit percent, like 3%. It doesn't change your prices, but it just helps us keep doing the show. You know what I'm saying? And that's all I got, Anderson. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share before uh, we break? Yeah, the film vault. We did top five pla- scenes that take place on a plane this week. Bald Brian scenes, and I did. Of course I hear sex scenes. Plane scenes. Would it be airplane? Same. No, but I actually I got I got a little uh, I try to always challenge myself, so I didn't do any movies that are about airplanes. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, That's why so, it's not my podcast. And uh, I also did five uh, uh, very dramatic ones and five comedic ones. So I got a, a big list and uh, a lot of really fun movies. Oh, I love it. We check about? out the film vault. Check out the after disaster. Check out his show. Um, and uh, everyone's going to see you tonight. Oh yeah, everyone come. If you just hear this, run over there. You'll we'll definitely have enough drinks and food for you, and blowjob tips, and oral sex tips. So thanks everyone for listening. Was it good for you? Email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. Hey everybody, you know that I love my sex toys, right? I mean, kind of borderline obsession, and I also like jewelry, because I'm a chick, so I've been completely obsessed with my gorgeous vibrator necklace, the Vesper by Crave. And it's funny, because I wear, like, we've talked about this, Anderson, you see, I wear it every day, and I wear it as a layering piece, and it looks like a cool, like, pen. It's a, just a very, like, cool necklace, and everyone's like, oh my god, I love your necklace, that's so cool, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it's a great conversation start. I'm like, it's actually a vibrator. People are like, no way. And it's just, it's cool because it actually combines orgasms and jewelry. And it's a great gift. It's a really cool necklace. It's very pretty. And don't be fooled by the cheap knockoffs. They're just giant black dicks that hang <laughs> exactly. around your Exactly. We don't want that. There actually are no knockoffs. It's, it's, but I know what you're saying. It was a joke. Okay. They come in silver, <laughs> Thanks, gold, Adam. and rose gold. It's slender. Okay, I want to gift them to everyone because I swear to God, I've given oh, them Mother's to my Day girlfriends. Mother's Day is already over because that'd be a great Mother's Day gift. <laughs> I almost gave my mom when she was here <laughs> sure last week, did. but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think she'd be like, "What am I gonna do with this?" Um, they so then also here's the thing: if you want to give your partner a gift, it's the perfect gift. Jewelry and orgasms equals You're happy partner. Giving her future orgasms, which exactly. is exactly. Yeah. Oh, here's the other cool thing: it's like truly a powerful vibrator. It's not just like a showpiece vibrator. It's like a full-on orgasmic, has different speeds vibrator. And what I love, if you're a tech geek at all, is that it charges via USB. It's very compact. Do it in your car. So, which is my other favorite part. 
and it lasts forever. I've had mine for like five months. I've charged it like for 10 minutes only. So check it out. Go to lovecrave.com. Let's love crave. Use code Emily and you get free shipping. It's elegance, style, orgasm, perfection. Check it out. Lovecrave.com. Thanks for listening.